Hello, and welcome to the 1982 show on Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM. I'm your host, Phil Ventura, and that was Madonna with Everybody. I'm joined today in the studio by my friend, Rebecca. Hello, Rebecca. Hello, Philip. <laughs> Had you heard that song by Madonna before? I hadn't, and I really enjoyed it. So that was her first ever single released oh. in 82. That was the beginning of her solo music career. Um, she had moved to New York with $35 in her pocket and no real plans. Um, continued uh, studying dance. She had studied dance in Michigan, I believe, and joined a couple rock bands, hung out with a lot of artists and club kids and was just on the scene generally and was super ambitious. Started pushing really hard to uh, get people to hear her music and she was very, very charismatic. So generally she got her way <laughs> but that was like a, a minor hit on the dance club charts and but the beginning of her trajectory towards you know world domination that's pretty amazing she's my favorite yeah good stuff so sad to say but this is the very final episode of the 1982 show i'm sad about it um because i love it here at bff.fm but i'm moving so you know on to other things but the exciting thing is this is an opportunity for me to play a bunch of music I haven't yet played by a variety of different artists, really cool stuff, all different genres. So it should be an interesting episode. Um, so the next set starts out with a British group that incorporated a lot of like reggae, dub, and pop into their style. They're called Funboy 3. And this track is way on down.
That was Animal by Charles Ireland. Charles Ireland was apparently a jazz musician in um, the late 60s, 70s, and kind of shifted into disco in the late 70s, early 80s. That's why we have that lovely song right there. Before that, we had Tom Ellard from the band The Severed Heads, uh, his solo work track called Blame, as we were talking about um, during the music in the studio. Very forward sounding, I think. Yes, very like layered, impressive, like with the technology that they had. Absolutely. It just, yeah, it doesn't sound, I mean, so, so many of the artists in this time, I think were using the same instruments because that's what was available to them. And so a lot of them were using the same sounds. They did sound, you know, like they were made from the same instruments. I think he kind of stands apart. Um, before that, Adrian Ballou, uh, who I guess is the guitarist of King Crimson, um, shamefully, I am not that familiar with the music of King Crimson. I know they're legendary, but uh, I haven't. I've yet to investigate fully. But that was his solo work, a track called "Big Electric Cat," that um, he recorded at the same studios that um, Grace Jones was doing most of her work in the early '80s. And it all started off with the Fun Boy Three with "Way On Down." Our next set begins with a band. Um, you may have heard about them recently because Brett Kavanaugh, um, our most horrible Supreme Court justice, got in a fight at one of their concerts <laughs> in his youth. Okay. Uh, when you hear the music, I think it'll be particularly funny. Uh, so this is UB40. They're well known for their cheesy mid-80s uh, reggae-infused pop hits. Um, but this is a little more straightforward, less cheese. It's a track called One A Penny. Come on, I'm so fun before you 
that was Grace Jones with Inspiration. It sounds like she was bringing in a bit of um, gospel influence to the end of that. You know, a little clapping, a little, little choir in the background. <laughs> um, along with her usual, you know, dubby pop style. That was from her album Living My Life, which was the last of a trilogy of classic albums she made with Island Records. Before that, and I'm going to fuck this up completely, Holger Kazuke, possibly, um, Jackie Libazi, and Ja Wobble. Uh, they all collaborated to do an album called Full Circle, and the track is How Much Are They? Um, the two names I said first, which I will not repeat, um, <laughs> are members of Can, and Ja Wobble is just Ja Wobble, another British artist. Before that was Trixie's Big Red Motorbike with A Splash of Red. They had a lot of promise. John Peel was really into them as a band, but never really went anywhere. And it all started off with UB40 Won a Penny. Now, Rebecca, I don't want to make any gross assumptions about you, but if I were to judge a book by its cover, I'd say perhaps you are an Elvis Costello fan. Uh, I think that's an accurate uh, assumption. Okay. So, um... I don't know how I feel about Elvis Costello. I like some of the stuff. A lot of it is not for me. I don't think it's bad. It's just not for me. I'll mm -hmm. say that. I do really like this track. It's called Beyond Belief. History repeats the old conceits. The clip replies the same defeats. Keep your finger on button issues with crocodile tears and a pocket full of tissues. I'm just an artist slick on the wind up world of the nervous tick. In a very fashionable hovel. I hang around and to be tortured. You'll never be alone in the bone arches. Battle with a bottle is nothing so novel. So in this almost empty gin palace Through a two-way looking glass You see her hours You know she has no sense For all your jealousy In a sense she still smiles Very sweet Charged with insults and flattery Her body moves with madness Do you have to be so cruel to be careless? Now you find you fit It's identical completely You say you have no secrets Then leave discreetly Clammy and cunning She's been suitably stunning But I know there's not a In Hades All the lattice Cat caught Wolf whistle So-called gentlemen and ladies Dark fight like rose and thistle
Rain, Rain, Rain by Epic Soundtracks, who is a person, and Jow Head. Before that, a little short ambient track by Regis Peters called Aleph Zero. I could not find any information on Regis Peters online. I guess he's just one of those mysteries that even the internet can't even dredge up. Um, before that, Jimmy Percy, I'm a human being. Before that, the Roches, who were a... Um, group of sisters who sang folk music uh with losing true and it's a weird album the album that that song's from just because they have a version of hallelujah to open it up and then they also have a song titled sex is for children which is really uncomfortable and it all started off with elvis costello beyond belief 
So now is the time when I have to talk about the fact that you can donate to BFF.FM. Did you know that, Rebecca? I have donated to uh, this radio station, actually, so I did know that. How wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Let me just say we all appreciate you and everyone that donates. And really, any amount you can donate is helpful. You can do a one-time donation at bff.fm slash donate, or you can become a bestie, which is like you donate a certain amount, that's up to you, every month, and you get invited to like a monthly concert series, and you get merch, and you get like info on stuff. So it's kind of cool if you want to do that. Anyways, moving along to a short-lived girl group called Toto Coelho, and a pretty popular track I think a lot of people are familiar with. Rebecca, you'll probably be familiar with it, having heard it played at Trader Joe's. Um, <laughs> it's called I Eat Cannibals.
Tracy Thorne with her cover of the 1930s song, Night and Day. How lovely. That was beautiful. Yeah. So she is from the band Everything But The Girl, best known in the U.S. for their big club hit, Missing, which I'm sure you'd recognize if you heard. Um, Before that was legendary super freak Nina Hagen with the track UFO. Played a bunch of her stuff on a previous episode with other some other super freaks uh, from the year 82. Before that was Mary Moore with Pretty Day. Not a well-known artist. I think best known for that track because it featured on a Cold Wave compilation a couple years ago. And it all started off with Toto Coelho, I Eat Cannibals. So the third episode, I think, of this program... I began by focusing on Grace Jones um, and her time at Island Records, and her producers at the time were Sly and Robbie. Not only did they work with Grace Jones, but even Serge Gainsbourg in the early 80s. They had a, I don't know, powerful influence on the sound of what was happening at that time, and they were pretty prolific. And one of the albums they released in 82 was a collaboration with Taxi Gang called Taxi Connection. This is a track from that album called Rent-A-Car.
That was Cheers Then by Bananarama. Bananarama would end up being an incredibly successful band in the UK, and they had their share of hits in the US as well. But at that point, uh, they hadn't even released their first album. Uh, We heard earlier today the band Funboy 3. They helped introduce Bananarama to the listening public. Before that was Test Pattern, um, a Japanese duo that only ever... uh, Put out one release, Apremidi, and the song Catchball. Before that, local legends Pointer Sisters from their album So Excited, If You Want to Get Back Your Lady. Before that, Divinals, uh, best known for their track I Touch Myself. <laughs> that was Only Lonely, and it all started off with Sly and Robbie with Taxi Gang, Rent-A-Car. Up next is a little-known artist named Susie Andrews. This is a track from her debut solo album. It is called Tango 2000. Liebesautomat, zehn Punkte, ein Soldat. 
sorry to be jumping in on Les Rita Mitsuko, but the program is almost over and I want to make sure you hear this final track in full before we leave. So that was Les Rita Mitsuko with Galloping. Before that, Susie and the Banshees, Obsession 2, an instrumental version of their track Obsession. Charisma with Silly Europeans, and it all started off with Susie Andrews, Tango 2000. I want to thank you so much for joining me for this episode, the final episode of the 1982 show. I have loved sharing my music with you. It's been a joy. So before we leave, I have to, of course, play something by one of the top-selling artists of all time who, and from his top-selling work, which is until this year, the top-selling album of all time, I'm talking, of course, of Michael Jackson and his album Thriller. And I'd like to play the exuberant, undeniable, classic opening of that album, which is Wanna Be Startin' Something. <laughs> 